This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today, we have probably one of my favorite couples in Bachelor Nation, Chris and Alana. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. We're excited. We haven't done a podcast together ever. I love that we got kind of like the first couple podcasts. Yeah, and you guys seem very nervous. You guys are drinking heavily. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to... Hey, that was a good cheers. Damn. That was a great clink. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm glad we got you guys on. We've we've uh we've wanted to catch up with you guys for a while because I feel like a lot of your guys' story, if you will, you know, wasn't really shown on TV, obviously. It was like all about the drama and all that BS. So like I'm I'm happy we get to sit down and see you guys and just see kind of how you've been and everything. So let's actually just go ahead and start in paradise. Cause obviously, you, so you guys had kind of sort of met before, right? That was like the whole thing. It was like we met before. I'd met. Yeah. Just about every girl before going out there. Everybody meets you? everybody. Yeah, exactly. I fucking hate when they do that shit, man. I hate when they're like, oh my God, you met? Yeah, of course you met. Like everybody meets, you know? So, I mean, Blake went on a tour before his. So, <laughs> just kidding. Just I kidding. Year, I had a year and a half before my fucking. Of course, I'm going to meet kidding. everybody. Like, like a handpick from the litter of every girl he wanted to meet before going. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, if you're listening and you're going on fit, don't do what I did. Don't do what I did. But, or do it. Just be smarter about it. Well, are they even going to have it? Because I keep seeing all these rumors. And I, I feel like. There's no way they wouldn't. I know. And I know, like, I feel like they have to do it. But I keep looking at the numbers as far as like what shows get the most views. And I feel like paradise is always on the bottom end, but it's always the one people are most excited about. I'm glad we talked about this because there has been a lot of rumors lately. Like I think reality Steve mentioned it. And then of course it got picked up by like, God, no, everybody. I think there's 0% chance BIP gets canceled. I mean, I heard from a, like a very good source that they literally said that now BIP is going to be like the flagstaff show and they're just going to put it in a different time slot. Cause I think the reason it does so bad in ratings is because it's in the summer. Yeah. So like yeah. nobody watches TV in the summer, you know, but if they put it in that winter or that spring, I think it would absolutely crush personally. So which might make sense with the timing of the bachelorette now, mm-hmm. cause that's not going to be done on, I mean, that they'll start filming paradise one in August, July. No, I think, yeah, well, they still might, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Which that which then that would push that back to like a fall winter release then for that. I show. would be I I honestly would think they would move Bachelorette to next year and put Paradise in that slot. That personally, that's what I think. But we'll see. We'll see. It's but it's weird. We talked about this. The the like amount of men, right? The amount of men that would go in Paradise compared to the women this season are it's very unbalanced. Yeah, sure. I feel like. We've just had a lot of men coming into the franchise. I know. We've had a lot. And then all the women are all kind of wiped up. You know what I mean? They like come <laughs> off the show and they get wiped up. So it's kind of like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. What, or or we have, I mean, fuck, we have two bachelorettes this year too, because one of them would have been in paradise and been a big name. So yeah, it's going to be I mean, an interesting year. It will be. I mean, they, I guess they can always pull from some veteran of the show, but yeah, they could. Maybe Tammy will go back out there again, you know? <laughs> you know? A lot of doubles. I bet there'd be a lot of people who have gone down a couple of times. So I'm trying to get Elise down there. I'm trying to get Elise down there. We're we're working on it. Oh, she needs to go. I know we're working on it. I'm gonna. I'm. I mean, not that they're gonna listen to me, but I'm gonna make some calls. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna make some calls. I mean, we're we're trying to get Rodney and Elise together anyway. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Rodney and Elise. But yeah, man. So you guys' experience 
on paradise itself like are you guys glad i mean obviously you guys are together now but like looking back at paradise like what if somebody was like what was how was your experience on paradise what would you say now looking back with however many months it's been six months i mean fucking awful yeah i just i tell everyone you know people we meet who don't really know a ton about us who ask like oh you guys were on that show i need to go back and watch it i'm like don't, don't fucking turn it on please don't like yeah. i'd rather have you know us for who we are right now and in this moment than looking back at that and being like oh you did mm-hmm. that you did mm-hmm. that you know yeah and so yeah i mean we look back at our experience and it's just like i i'm cool i i don't want to say i'm glad it happened i mean like i'm, I'm glad happy we did it because like i we wouldn't be together if we didn't yeah but right i'm mad how it went still yeah listen i don't blame listen i mine happened three years ago and i'm still fucking salty so <laughs> i don't blame you at all for obviously having you know some anger and frustration towards the whole thing yeah in that moment when like all of that was going around when people were literally i remember watching it and i, I was on your guys' side and i remember watching it being like the amount of like mob mentality and that's a lot what paradise is i've talked about this like mob mentality where it's like one person is down and everybody sees an opportunity to bully that person so that they don't get bullied. So it's like, oh my God, these people are down. I'm going to bully them. And it's a big mom mentality. So when that was happening, when you kind of felt that happening or saw it happening, what were you feeling in the moment that maybe you couldn't necessarily say? Like, what were you feeling? I mean, I think for me, there were things that I wanted to say and that I, part of me wishes I would have said. But I think in that moment, I was kind of like, I had a choice. I could either be the bigger man and just walk away or I could have sat there and fought and then waited to see how that all got edited. Mm -hmm. So that was the tough part for me. Cause I mean, I was literally sitting there while ever, like while everyone's coming at me and I'm just like biting my tongue. Cause I knew exactly what I wanted to say in that moment Mm -hmm. and I didn't say it, but um, I don't know. And I mean, Alana even tried to speak up and they just shut her up the second she tried to say anything. Oh, I remember this. I remember that actually. Which actually went on much longer than it was showed, but they only showed a little bit of that. But interesting, really. So you were like, I don't know how much I could say about that. But <laughs> I mean, that that isn't really you know production or anything, because I mean, but like you were trying to speak up, and everybody was more or less like shushing you, like yeah. silence. And I mean, it had been such a long day for me. Like, I came in the night before, I hadn't slept at all. I went on the date with him. We come back to the beach. It's been 24 hours. I haven't slept and everyone's angry. And I'm just like, yeah, that was, that was like, handle it. that was you. And those were your first steps on the beach too. Yeah. Like the first time she even showed up there. So she, oh. you know, went from the party to the next day asking me on the date. And so that was her actual like first time being on the beach and being around, you know, everyone. Dang, that's interesting. Wow. And and people don't realize that. Like, <laughs> you don't sleep, especially when you're going on dates. When you're going on dates, the dates last all night. Like, you don't sleep at all. So that obviously plays a huge part into, like, how the emotions and the tensions, if you will, um, throughout. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's got to be a hard situation. But I remember watching it and just being so frustrated for you guys because it, it just oh. seemed like everybody was just, like, Ganging up on, on, you know, on you guys for a lot of, like, like I said, I bet this is something you bit your tongue for, but like a lot of what the people on the beach had done, you know, like everybody had met beforehand and everybody had talked and everybody had, yeah. And I think even the, the girl coming at me, 
we had met beforehand and Alana yeah. was there as well. I love it. So, the girl. She's like, <laughs> the girl. We don't, we don't say her name. Yeah, yeah. We, we, don't, we don't say that name at all here. But, Thou show who not be named or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it probably helps me contract wise if I don't say the name, you know, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I mean, obviously we had all met beforehand. Like I still have photos in my phone from that weekend of all of us together. Mm-hmm. That was and, in San Diego. Yeah. yeah. We That's were going right. to go to that. Yeah, because that was... I heard it was a blast. <laughs> we set the bar really high with the Nashville trip. Yeah. And then like two weeks later was your guys' infamous San Diego trip. Yeah. And we just couldn't... We were literally burnt yeah. out because we went mm-hmm. like Nashville somewhere and then we were like, I can't do it. Yeah, it was like a weekend off. You know what? And I think if I'm being honest, the person I was like closest with on that trip was actually um, Brett Vergara. Oh, okay. Well, when we were, me and Brad were just chilling in the hot tub together for a solid two hours that night. <laughs> this hot tub was maybe 60 degrees. And so Brad and I are just sitting there, like, shivering, holding each other. I'm like, I look bad to anyone else. Like, looking, <laughs> looking back. We'll be right back. It was a fun trip. I feel like after going home from that, I would have never expected like the animosity we were met with. So that was hard. But the thing that you mentioned before, like in that moment, people are thinking I'm like, everyone's bullying them. I'm going to bully them. So I'm not. And they're coming at them. So I'll just get on that train. I can understand that. Like after some time went by, I kind of forgave that. But what you can't really forgive is people going back to their normal lives and then never reaching out and apologizing, Uh, never being like, Hey, you know what? I shouldn't have treated you like that. And I'm sorry. And like, I'm a human reaching out to another human. Like, can we make peace with this? Like we didn't get that at all. Yeah. We, I didn't actually hear from any of them besides Riley um and post so after all of it he was just on the phone with noah because noah the second he left paradise flew back to salt lake city and i wasn't oh. in town and noah's like hey um i just got sent home i'm on the way back and i was like dude i just hopped on a plane to go to texas hmm. and so i booked another flight immediately to come back home to salt lake city yeah gotcha. <laughs> but yeah he was just on the phone and Riley was like, hey, man, I'm sorry I came at you so hot, but just be ready for the title. I'm going to have to come at you hot again. I'm like, okay. I mean, at least he said something, but not only did anybody call you and apologize or even be like, listen, like, like you like he's even what Riley said, like, like, listen, I'm sorry I came at you so hot, but you know how it is. Like, at least you get like some kind of like, okay, we're human beings. But you actually got the opposite. You got people still talking shit even after it hit air, which blew my mind. I was getting straight up death threats from people and like people got into my LinkedIn and like got my work email and were coming after me there too. And it's like, no one stopped it. No one was like, Hey, leave them alone. It's just, mm-hmm. so like I lost respect for everyone. And and for me, like I saw myself as the bad guy and saw Lana as like the innocent person who got wrapped up in my mm-hmm. shit personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt really bad for all of it. Cause here's the thing. Like if someone gives me a death threat, I'm like, here's my address. Come find me. Right. Like, I, yes. I don't care, but don't like come out of women and say like things like that to her. Cause 
it's different for men and women. Yeah. You know, like hundred percent. if you want to come threaten me and come find me, I'm like, cool. Let's just meet up in a park. But like, it's obviously going to be different for a woman and you know, like things like that, threats like that just don't fly. So I love how you just said kind of like people would have helped to stop that and like stuff because it does happen. Like, you know, every season there's somebody, I mean, I got a lot of death threats, like every season there's somebody who gets all these death threats, but usually people will, you know, jump up and be like, listen, don't send death threats. Maybe they made a mistake to this with us. Don't send death threats. Or it didn't seem as bad as it was on television. The drama was blown up way big. Like don't send death threats, that kind of thing. And yeah, you guys really didn't get that. And I bet that was incredibly frustrating at times. And it was just hard to even see bachelor sponsored podcasts, like continue to come at us yeah. about the whole thing after it all aired. And I'm like, come on. Like yeah. you guys are really going to keep egging this stuff on after it all aired. Yeah. So that was the toughest part. And I don't know. Like I'm like still recovering, honestly. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. It's incredibly difficult. And I think, you know, as far as the bachelor sponsored podcast, they obviously have like a narrative, right? I'm sure they had to push a narrative and push these character arcs and storyboards that they're told to push. And it's incredibly frustrating because sometimes that's not even how the audience reacts. Like I know there were quite a few people who were on your guys' side too. Yeah. But the show wouldn't, they, there's no way they'd acknowledge that because then you're going against the productions, you know, narrative, if you will. Oh, for sure. And it was really nice when like I went on, I forget what it's called, Becca Kufrin's podcast. And like, <laughs> she let me explain my side of things and everything. And she, you know, backed me up. But aside from that, no one else. Wow. I'm yeah. pretty sure the only person that was at the beach that actually said something was Tammy. That was mm. like stood up for us. Yeah. yeah. So it was hard, you know, and then like people don't want to get involved because they don't want to be like on anyone's bad side. So it's rough and no one really understands how extreme it is unless they're living it. Mm-hmm. So. And especially in your guys's case, like, you guys are really nice people. So it's not like you're used to this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know that's what happened to me yeah. too. It was like, I wasn't used to people coming at me and telling me I'm this fucking asshole, this horrible person and sending me death threats. Like it was just like a shock to the system. And so and I'm, you guys are the same way, you know, like you guys are good people, you know? So it's like, yeah. Cause I think when we originally all had met, it was right after or right after the season had aired right at, in Chicago at yeah. our show. Yeah. That was an awesome show. And thank you guys so much. And, for no, I'm glad you guys came. And I remember, yeah, first impressions, because we had your back the whole time talking about you guys, like on our podcast, doing our recaps and everything. Mm-hmm. And then meeting you all in, in person, I was like, man, these two souls, they're two beautiful human beings. Like they were, you guys are so kind and friendly. And we felt mm-hmm. so bad for like the shit you guys were going through at that time. And you know what? It's funny because I'm in Atlanta, it's the same way, but we're not people who care about being in front of the camera. And I think that's like the hardest part for us with the whole thing. It's like, you can, if you want to, you can put yourself in the drama, get involved with it and all that stuff. But there's really no soundbite to me saying anything extra other than like the stuff you actually saw and the stuff that happened just because I don't, I mean, I don't really have any input. I'm not giving you anything that's going to be great clickbait. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm just mm -hmm. sitting there talking to you. And so I think, you know, like, neither of us were like camera hungry people when we were down there. Yeah. And well, 
That didn't work out. No, it didn't work out at all. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I always say the that. nicest people are the ones who get fucked over. Like, they really are. Like, I really feel that way. Most of the time, the nicest people are the ones because they get taken advantage of. They do. They just, they get taken advantage of. They, they won't necessarily fight back. They'll just kind of like be like, okay, I'm sorry, you know, and then they can create this narrative that they want. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've like said this before with like her and I, we're also probably two of the least cloudy people in the show. Yeah. Um, just because like, we've got our friends that we have in the whole bachelor world and, you know, we love hanging out with them, love seeing them, but I'm just, I mean, I haven't done a single ad ever. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't made any money off the show. And that was one of the interesting things for me is like when they talked about on the show, they were like, Oh, Chris was talking about followers. He was talking about this. I do marketing for a living and I was giving advice to some of the other guys on how to grow their stuff and how to use it to actually like propel what they're trying to do post-show. Interesting. Interesting. And it's funny because those conversations do happen all the time. Oh yeah. You know, and they just choose to show it when it's convenient. You know what I mean? When it fits the narrative and fits the character arc. So they didn't even show it. They just talked about it. They just just showed what the other people were saying about it. Oh my God. That's crazy. That's so true. Cause I mean, let's be honest. 90% of the actual serious conversations happen when the cameras aren't there. Yeah. Like when you're talking business, when you're talking things like that, you're not going to sit there and talk in front of a camera. You're going to do it in bed when the mics are off you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. Noah and I had so many snuggle sessions where I just got into bed with him and we would just sit there and chat. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think so, speaking of Noah too, it's like the one thing I always say, and I think you guys are a great example of this too, is you find out who your real friends are through all this. You know what I mean? When you go through this, like I said, there are certain people who you haven't probably spoken to yeah. since and people who maybe we're on your side privately but wouldn't say anything publicly so like you find out who your real friends are real quick through through moments like those so i feel like you did that yeah no and i mean a lot of our friends didn't really say anything publicly really i appreciated that you guys said stuff publicly and like that was great to have that support but yeah a lot of friends would like attempt to say something publicly but then wouldn't really say something publicly they'd just be like chris is a great guy love him but yeah. That was like the end of it. I was like, yeah. we're just going to cut it off right there. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, and it, it's actually interesting because obviously the show does what they do. But I mean, shortly after airing ended, who was I in Oklahoma hanging out with? Ivan and Noah. But yet, if you watch it on TV, it doesn't look like we all get along at all. Right, right, yeah. It's crazy how that so, works. Man. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't all fly to hang out with each other if that was the case. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So. Reality TV is, like, to real life as nothing is as it appears. And I hope more and more people, whether it be through po- the podcast, like there's so many now, or, like, the live recaps that I do and, like, some other people do, and even the tweets, it's, like, hope people realize I try to get across like what you're watching is necessarily true. And most of the time it's like the WWE, like they know the narratives of all these stories, you know, these character arcs. It's like, yes, it's real. Like, you know, in in WWE, the blood's real, the injuries are real, but at the same time, like it's fake because you know, who's going to win. Like that's literally what bachelor is now. It's the WWE, you know, and it's like, do we still continue to watch knowing this, you know, and I hope as more audience listens to pods and things like that, they realize maybe at least even they pause for a second be like, wait, maybe it was different. You know, and it edited this way, like, so. Yeah, I think people are starting to realize that. And, you know, the one thing I always tell everyone is what you say on camera, you choose to say that ultimately. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't decide where it is placed, 
but you did choose to say that at some point. Yep. That's exactly right. That's what I always say too. She just tapped me. So I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> no, I'd say uh, he says that all the time. Actually. I, like. I literally, what I always say is like, what, if you're, what you're watching, if I'm crying, if I'm laughing, if I'm mad, that's real. I might just be laughing and crying at something else. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we're not actors, you know, so that's that. That's what I was. It, it was like Blake's famous uh, bath or going to the bathroom, but it looked like he was yeah. running away from everyone on. on yeah. The beach. Yeah. That's my famous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had me running to the bathroom. So yeah, Blake, I saw you. I haven't told you one of my favorite scenes is when you're walking on the beach and it looked like you were just running away every time the water would come up and then you start walking on a straight line again. And then you <laughs> Dude. Yeah. It's just so funny what they can do with editing. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, it, it's evil, <laughs> fucking evil genius stuff but it's good stuff so but let's leave paradise in the back let's leave paradise behind because Perfect. what happened post paradise like how did you guys like just i literally don't know really what happened between you guys you came to chicago next thing you know she moved from san antonio to salt lake city yeah that's all i remember that's what i remember so, so like exactly post show like when did you guys start talking again and all that stuff? or did you ever stop talking so what's interesting is um i don't know if i can say this or not but um I was under the impression by people that I trusted that Atlanta did not want to speak to me at all. I didn't read her nonverbal. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got my phone back five days later and I didn't have a text from this guy. No text. Nothing. And I'm like, okay. This motherfucker. (laughs) But nothing. And then when she finally texted me, I was like, well, I say when she finally, when. (laughs) I love it. I love it. When when I heard from her, I I think I even told you, I was like, I was told you wanted nothing to do with me. I mean, everyone saw the car scene. That was a great scene. (laughs) That was epic. I'm not going to lie. And and so you have to think about it. I could not believe how much hate I got for that. Oh, really? Oh, I thought you were going to get some love because it was just like. (laughs) The funny part is, is if you think about it. So in my perspective, that was the last interaction her and I had. True. At all. And so I'm sitting there in my head, sitting back in the hotel room, waiting to go home, being like, wow, this girl really hates me. <laughs> like, I can't recover from this. I'm done. Like, that's it. Um, and so I think, yeah, it was like five days later, I ended up flying out to San Diego because Tammy calls me like two days later and she's like, I got dumped on my birthday, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she's like, please come to San Diego and hang out with me. So I was like, all right, sure. Like, I'll book a flight. I'll come hang out. And while they're chilling, hanging out, and I get a text from Atlanta and I was like, oh, Okay. Like, it sounds like she wants to talk to me. Oh, that's, that's gotta be a good feeling. Started talking. And so like we texted and I instantly just got on an online florist place and censored two dozen roses. And I think. (laughs) Well played. (laughs) And on the card. But at the time roses were like the last flower I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, I got the long stemmed ones. (laughs) (laughs) a little bit (laughs) but um and i think i wrote on the note i i never got to give you a rose on the show so here's two dozen that's pretty good so i did that and then to be honest with you and this is what no one knows is i flew down to san antonio a week and a half later to see her wow so it's pretty quick it was very quick. Yeah. So I might not even have been a week and a half later. It might have been a week later. It was a week. It was a week. Yeah. Week. yeah after, after that first initial 
message. And it was, it was one of those things where we were like, cameras are off. We can be ourselves. And because we did feel a spark on the beach. And that was the one thing I really liked about Atlanta. It's like, I felt a spark with someone. Mm-hmm. And, but that spark lasted for a day and then was cut short and we went home. So I for sure felt like I'd be making a huge mistake to not follow my intuition, to not chase that. And so, yeah, I booked a flight pretty quick, went down to San Antonio. And then um, we only had a night together because that's where I was going when Noah called me and told me he was heading back to Salt Lake. Ah, I got you. So. And then he came to Texas every weekend the entire summer. Wow. And I couldn't tell my friends what I was doing. So I was just oh, like, yeah, um, like, <laughs> I got some work I got to go do. And they're like, on the weekends? So, <laughs> but it was literally every weekend of summer I was in San Antonio. We'll be right back. We kind of like had this long distance thing going, a lot of FaceTimes. And then the first time we were actually in public together was at your show in Chicago. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Okay. So, awesome. um, and then I don't know when we decided to move in together and stuff, but really fast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys did the bachelor timeline without being on the show. <laughs> it's great. It's really, great. Yeah, we really did. I think um, we were like five months and then we moved in together. Wow. Yeah. So we the did. The traveling was a lot. It was a lot. Because after, once we could officially be in public together, I started having her come to Salt Lake City. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, because it was, um, I mean, we were doing like top secret shit. We'd meet in San Antonio. We would never be in an Uber together. We'd walk around with like sunglasses and a hat. Mm-hmm. We followed the rules. We, like, yeah, we followed the rules to a T. And let's really be honest, not. no one would have known who the fuck we were. <laughs> like, I went home night one. No one, no one would have recognized me ever. So it's not like anyone would have known. But we just didn't want to potentially get in trouble with anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. You guys definitely did the did the right thing. But so... You guys were together, obviously, when it was airing. Uh-huh. Were you given any kind of warning about what was happening or what was going to happen, I should say? Like yeah. like eight hours before I got a call and a complete rundown. And I started freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I was told that it's not really going to be that bad. The other couple gets it way worse a week later. But yeah. we were together. <laughs> so like... They were telling us each different things. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But yeah, I mean, I had a little bit of a warning. I don't think I actually watched. I didn't watch any of the season, actually. I didn't even watch the episode I was on. Um, and I only watched it because I started getting a lot of hate. And I was like, I need to see what yeah, yeah. happened on the show. I actually watched it without volume. Cause it was so cringe to me, like how it was put together. I'm like, I can't listen to it, but I can like, yeah. watch it, you know, mm-hmm. hearing like the things go down the way that you didn't remember them going down. And it's very frustrating too, because you can't say anything like that is the worst part is like, I mean, I did say something, but you can't really <laughs> say, usually you can't really say anything. So it's interesting that they said, cause I remember I got a call before, 
early on, I was talking to Brewster and she was saying, it's, it's not going to be bad to me. It's not going to be bad. Then I got a call like you did. And it was like, like a date, no, 48 hours before. And I, and the first thing the producer said was, yeah, it's going to be bad. And if a producer says it's going to be bad, that means it's going to be bad. You oh know? yeah. Cause they normally just honey dick you as much as. I yes. Can. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, they're usually very optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, don't even worry about it. Like it's okay. And if it gets bad, there's therapy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have definitely taken advantage of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think we've got like lifetime therapy sessions, right? Is that part of the contract? <laughs> it should be part of the fucking contract. I tell you that. <laughs> okay, once a week, like once a week for the rest of our lives, man. I swear, man, it is crazy what this show and what the public eye can do. I think we both learned we're just like not reality TV people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would do a cooking reality TV show. Not like dating reality TV. No, dating, yeah, yeah. I think cooking will be fun, but no, yeah, no dating. No dating. I think I'm done dating though. Hey, good, good line. Oh. Yeah, well played, well played. <laughs> so obviously, you guys are living together. Um, you're down in Salt Lake. Uh, How has that changed your guys' uh, relationship? <laughs> wait, I want. I wait. Oh, I'll answer this first. <laughs> I saw her look at you. So it's actually kind of funny. Um, this is the first time I've ever lived with a significant other. Wow. And I'm 29 now. Um, but I've had, I've lived with my roommate, Spencer, for the past nine years. He is basically a significant other. Yeah. Holy cow, that's <laughs> common law marriage, bro. <laughs> no, it really is. Like, I started looking at him after year seven. And I was like, do we like file joint taxes? Like, how does this <laughs> but, Can um, I claim you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I've never really, I've never lived with anyone besides him so it was uh it was a change for me things are different bathrooms i realized women have a lot more stuff than men do when it comes to <laughs> things in the bathroom you have your own bathroom i do have my own bathroom so we got a two-bedroom here that's good um i've got my own bedroom if i really ever need it <laughs> yeah we've actually it hasn't, happened it hasn't happened yet um i haven't even slept on the couch so we've knock <laughs> on wood bro knock on wood <laughs> <laughs> i don't think she let me i think if you know, I ever ended up on the couch. I'd somehow find her laying on top of me when I woke up the next morning. <laughs> like I got cold last night, so I had to get back here. <laughs> I put you on the floor. I like the couch too much to let someone sleep on it. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's worried about, we've got like a feathers couch and her biggest fear is, is there will be a divot on the couch if someone ever sleeps on it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I believe her. I think it might happen. But I'm gonna get in trouble now. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> backpedal, backpedal. <laughs> oh, so how long is it? So that was or sorry, it filmed in June of last year, right? So you're coming up yeah. on like what eight months now? Nine so months? June. We moved in together in November. Wow, uh, that's awesome. Holy we cow. Five months. Holy wow. cow. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. It's so cool because sometimes obviously, like all these couples get like all the the screen time and all the the social media clout and everything and you know we've already seen one couple unfortunately not make it so it's cool to see like a normal like, i feel like you guys are like a very normal couple you know which is so cool to see yeah no and it, it's been fun i mean i think so we were the first couple from paradise to move in together um if and we, and we can't even we can't even count ourselves as a paradise couple i don't <laughs> that's true yeah, right whenever they add us to the like bachelor pages on instagram we're like at us to be like all oh, the paradise couples and they like put our picture in there i'm like we're not a paradise couple though mm-hmm. true we really aren't because 
the entire relationship, obviously it, it started on the show in that 24 hours, but we both had to build our own relationship on our own off the show, which I think was actually great. We did it without cameras there. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And so I think like when you say we're like a normal couple, I think it's probably because our whole relationship has been up just being a normal couple. <laughs> so normal couple, two of us went on a show. One went home night one, the other went home, you know, second week. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I think since then I, what Kenny and Mari have moved in together. Yeah. Yeah. They're living together. I think Abigail. Serene and Joe are about to, I think. And then um who are no and Abigail living together? No. I mean they travel everywhere together. Yeah, they they're basically together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So but I think they did. I don't know. I'm actually yeah. not sure. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are obviously, you know, doing incredible. So it's so cool to see. And he took you to freaking Thailand for your yeah. birthday. No. What a stud. It wasn't influencer like taking it care was of the hotels. Yeah. It was wow. just everyone came after us for not just going on our own vacation during Paradise, but <laughs> Chris took like, me on a much better vacation. I was like, well, and that was actually one of my favorite comments. People would say, like, oh, if you wanted a free vacation, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't need a free vacation. Like, and it's know. not a vacation. Paradise is fucking people, hard. Like, Paradise is also expensive to go on. That's true. <laughs> I spent so much money to go on paradise. Like all the outfits and stuff. 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of money. And people are like coming after you and saying you can't afford your own vacation. I'm like, listen. <laughs> listen here. <laughs> I, know. I, I felt bad when she told me how much she spent on Bachelor because I'm like, I mean, I spent a lot to go on Bachelorette, to go home night one. It's <laughs> on your shows. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, especially the girls, because it's like, you buy the dresses, you have to get them altered, you need shoes and accessories for each dress, like, and you buy dresses as though you're going to be the final person there, so. Right, you got to, yeah. Yeah, so it's a lot. Like, was, people don't realize yeah, it. I was so prepared for Bachelorette. I think I had five custom-made suits done. I bought all these shoes. I bought all these shirts. Got everything. I just to go home night one. <laughs> it's just about even... the kiss of death, bro. Because like I did not, man. My suits. I looked like LeBron in the O one draft, man. <laughs> my, my suits are bad, man. I spent, I think, like. 2800 on all the suits that I owned and I was just there was bad man it was <laughs> it was rough. looking back it's cringy now watching back I think that's what it is I think that is what it is all future contestants don't spend any money Dean had a fucking trash bag the dude didn't even have a suitcase he had a trash <laughs> bag on the show yeah I mean it's not a surprise with Dean but yeah <laughs> like a trash bag man and he made it to the I think hometowns yeah so wow. it's just funny how that works yeah so yeah I'm trying to think of I don't even know what's going on with the show we haven't watched. Honestly, I get it. I mean, I know everything that happened with this past season just because it's been so talked about and like it's everywhere. Controversial. And I actually played against Clayton in high school football. Oh, oh that's wow, a cool really? little fact. Yeah, we're the same age. Granted, we beat the shit out of his team every time. <laughs> <laughs> we were nationally ranked, we're in the same conference, everything like that. And so it I mean, it wasn't even a contest when we play against them, but it was cool to see a guy from Missouri end up going on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Being the bachelor. And then, I mean, he's in a relationship now, you know, um, he, they seem very happy together. And now we got two bachelorettes. How are they going to do that? Is it going to be like that? one? So they released the cast of guys 
I saw. And it seems like it's the same amount of guys. Yeah. So it's like, so they are really, so it's not like each True. girl has their own pick of like the litter. Yeah. 60. Yeah. Well, wasn't there one season where they had two bachelorettes and they had all the guys vote as to who they wanted to keep there? That's, it's not going to be like that. No, it won't be like that. It's not. I don't think so. I think they're going to keep both of them. But that was fucked up as Brit and Caitlin Bristow. And oh, Caitlin that's won. right. Can you imagine how much different her life would be? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy to think. Um, I, mean, I don't think they'll do it that way, but I have no idea how they're going to do the dates. I was just talking. Are we going to get eight hometowns? Are we going to get just four hometowns? Are we going to get six fantasy suites? So I have a theory. I think that since the girls were like so screwed by fantasy suite week, they're each only going to take like one or two guys to fantasy suites mm. because like, they know how it feels to like have the person you're like in love with to sleep with two other people. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll do that. I just, yeah, I hope that they don't turn the girls against each other with like just one litter of guys. Like, I feel like they probably both have different tastes. And what if they both like, well, they had the one taste in Clayton. So <laughs> one option though. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. true. They might keep them separate and not let them know who each other are dating. Oh my god, that'd be oh, oh my god. Could you imagine if like one guy anxiety like on both fantasy suite dates? Oh, we let him let them see each other like at rose ceremonies, and they each want to hand the same guy a rose. Oh, (laughs) you're right. What if they just? I didn't even thought about that theory. What if they just kept them apart the whole time? Oh my god, that'd be crazy. Well, let's be real. When we're like worried about these girls. Since they got screwed over on their season, are we really worried about the producers not screwing them over too? Yeah, they'd screw them over again in a second if it makes good TV. If you it are, makes good TV, yeah. yeah. You're in the grass of ABC at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really <laughs> think you're going to come out a winner? Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's true, though. It's true. If you... It, it, <laughs> I if you she's like hold cut, hold it hold it back bring it back she's like don't get fined <laughs> i'm just here I'm just here so i don't get fined no i just yeah i feel like if they see an opportunity for them to fall in love or at least have one guy early on have them have to choose or something like they're gonna take it you know it's gonna make even if it's not a big deal then they'll use it in previews for fucking all the way up to the fun finale kind of thing you oh, know yeah. so it's gonna be an interesting season i'm i'm weird i'm looking forward to it, but i'm also terrified for mm-hmm. it and them so it's gonna be interesting so well i love you guys thanks for coming on what, what what do you guys have you know next you have anything big coming up next anything you got uh whatever? there should be some cooking stuff because you guys have picked up a lot like the sushi classes i see all doing tutorials now yes and you said you don't do sponsor you haven't done a sponsored gig but i saw a traeger grill story <laughs> oh, yeah. so, he doesn't get paid for that i don't get paid for but did they send it to you for free yeah, so they, there we go. <laughs> it's an it's an interesting deal. So I've been friends with Traeger for about five years. They're life changing. Oh yeah, and they gave me my first grill for free back when I just did work with them. And so I've always been a huge fan of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, I've even applied for a job at the company in the past. And so for me, when it wasn't even when all the show stuff happened, but when they saw that I would constantly just post them and put them on my story, they were like, Hey, like we can help you out too. And I was like, Oh yeah, what can you do? And they're like, why don't we just get you another grill? I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be happy <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. So, cause they don't pay any of their brand ambassadors. Mm-mm. Oh, I remember saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, it'll be, uh, I mean, they're a cool company and they yeah. like their product is great. So, Shout out Traeger, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Traeger. But um, 
I think, yeah, we are for sure going to do more cooking stuff though. And cause that's just fun for us. Um, and I know the, you know, the filming part's hard, the editing part's hard, but at the same time, the end product's cool. So we enjoy it. <laughs> just like cooking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the end product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so We're excited to see what's next. Tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. What's your Instagram name? Instagram, Elena A. Milne, last name. And mine is just at Chris Conrad. There you go. Go follow them and watch their uh, cooking <laughs> videos for sure so well thank you guys so much for coming on appreciate it so much uh, thank you so much. Um, it was really good to see you guys hopefully uh we'll see we were saying i'm gonna get a show out in salt lake hopefully one of these days so i'll be out there hopefully yeah we're gonna work on that yeah, i'll find a way to make it happen so we're gonna get you out there um, absolutely and who knows maybe we'll see you at stagecoach yeah it's the spirit <laughs> yeah it's what i'm, hearing. I'm that's not what kidding I, if you guys want to come we can figure it out <laughs> well yeah keep us updated for sure because that'd be awesome i'd love to see you guys so sweet all right it was good thanks again guys appreciate thank you. you too thank you so much behind the rose is recorded live at the world famous grizzly rose or wherever we happen to be be sure to go check out our instagram at behind the rose podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode and give us all five of those stars thanks for listening and we'll see you next time behind the rose